0: Welcome to Off Market, a look at the Perth property market from the people who are working in the trenches. Join me, Shane Beaumont, Ross Hunter, and a special guest each fortnight as we dissect the latest property news and break down what's really happening in the different pockets of Perth. If you'd rather watch, you can find us on our Facebook page at Crib Creative Perth. Enjoy. where each fortnight we are chewing the fat about the Perth property market. What's hot, what's not, and what's confusing people about property in Perth. Ross, Shane, welcome back. We're
1: back. We've made it to episode
0: four. What have you learned so far?
1: Um, That we look good
2: on camera. Um, That's just how quickly the week flies. Yeah. I know,
0: eight weeks. Unbelievable. Yeah.
1: And the pressure you put on us to come up with all this great. Hard hitting journalism. Yeah, bang, bang, bang all the time. But we, we deliver, mate, don't we? We try. We try.
0: All we right, try. it's your turn again.
1: My turn. Under yeah. the hammer, Under every the week.
0: Hammer. Quick pulse check on the market. What have you been seeing?
1: Unbelievable results. Um, and in particular, a couple of areas that aren't necessarily traditional in the auction world, which I think it's important to report on this week. Um, Cash was here the other week and not necessarily in the auction world. Um, great auction in Laugh Lane on, on uh, the weekend, which mm. uh, got a fantastic result. Four bidders, big crowd, so that area, you know, people say auctions aren't here, but well and truly great result. And we had another one for Hughesy's um, office in uh, Manning for Paul Delanzo. And um, Manning's not necessarily probably mm. a, a great auction precinct. Um, once again, good product, well managed auction campaign, um, sold under the hammer. So, you know, great. Was that a
2: unique sort of property to.
1: Not really. The one that Paul was um, selling was a brand new um, townhouse. Yeah. Yeah, you know, nice product, yep. well built. Um, but, you know, um, the process. Just, just the process. And the one in Lathlane was probably 1940s, 1950s, hmm. home, but it was more of a, uh, a building block, if anything. So, yep. Um, you know they're both very different yeah. products that attracted a very different crowd, and the other one is, and you know, we've seen auctions that haven't sold. The results have come very close to the auction. Mm-hmm. So um, fantastic. Hey,
0: do you talk to many other auctioneers around Perth? I know Kim Finlay, obviously he's a, he's an auction agent who yeah. sells in that area. Yeah, yeah. Do you have you heard no, from anyone look, about? No, it's
1: a good question, Jess, because I, it's something that I think in Perth is actually missing in the auction arena is is some sort of auctioneer's um, form of communication to report results every week yeah. um, and maybe to get together on a reasonably regular basis, much, once a quarter, what's happening and so forth. It's it's really quite disenfranchised. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally, for the auctioneers that do see this, I'd, I'd, I'd love to get together mm-hmm. and even every week we report our results to a central point. I'd be happy to collate that information and put it out to the social media, give it to the West and you know get it out there, what's mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. on, because colli- what's missing is... Is that collective that people aren't seeing what's going on? It's you no know, auctions mm. I might do, or Kim does, or Tom Ezzie does, and it's just very siloed. Mm-hmm. And I think it'd be fantastic yeah. to get together. All
0: yeah. right, that's a good project. We also
2: see, like, if you get the reports that come out, Josh Vegan sends out the weekly reports. WA's the only one missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: that'd be the, even better just to have the sales agents as well, for that mm. to flow down not just the auctioneers mm, but yeah. the sales agents who are very pro auction, mm. to be able to get together yeah. and go over, I mean, you know the the, the bits and pieces I, that I they mean, have week I'd to week.
1: I'd be really happy to put my time into that. Um, and Sean used to do a lot of options. There you go. <laughs> all right, well, that's a new
0: project for you all.
2: Used to. 2020 Sorry, goals,
0: mate. number one. Pardon? 2020 goals, number one.
2: Don't invite, if you yeah. invite me this week to a Facebook page so auctioneers are us or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Closed all right. group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. That
0: not That's it,
1: done.
0: <laughs> um, all right, straight into Real Press. Pending yep. on a good note there. Now, this is where we take a look at a property story that we have seen in the media and we decipher what it might mean for you guys. So, this week, we've got a couple of things to cover off. The first that I wanted to touch on was something you mentioned, uh, Shane, last week. Yep. It was an article in the Finn Review about um, rental prices and the, and the different places in the country mm. where it's actually cheaper to buy than rent. Yep. Um, now, the article said, according to data from CoreLogic, in 37.8% of Perth mm-hmm. housing markets, the rents are higher than the average cost of a mortgage. Yep. In...
2: Sydney. Yeah, it's about 3%, I think. Yeah, 3%. which 3%. Yeah, and that's why I say, when you hear on the radio, they're sort of trying to beat the drum that agents have always got their hand out of the property industry, but we're actually telling the truth to say, in many circumstances across Perth, and I personally think it'd probably be higher than that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are a rep in a certain area, we'd love to get your feedback if that's the case in your suburb, yeah. um, because buyers should be aware that they will be going to tap on the shoulder sooner or later. That the rents are going up. Yeah. So, with interest rates obviously being so low, it is a really good opportunity. Mm You know, Um, in Sydney, they don't have the luxury of that, they're going to assure you. No,
0: absolutely not. And I'll just clarify that by saying in the article, it said that that was based on a 20% deposit Mm. and 4.35% variable rate, which is pretty standard. Yeah. So, okay. Beautiful. Second article quickly is some news coming out of Coburn. Roscoe, you you sent this one through. Yeah. Um, regarding the uh, Coburn Bridge, which broke ground, they broke ground this week, I believe. Yeah. And um, and the wave park. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to wanted to talk about good news for
1: local real estate? Well, look, I think it's it's great news, not only for real estate, but also great news economically. You know, these mm. sort of infrastructural projects are really, really important for the general economy, mm-hmm. for employment um, and confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, like the 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 Coburn Bridge thing is, um, I think it's a $200 million um, project. So it's a great one. It obviously opens up that whole corridor. As Shane was saying mm. before, it's sort of, in those areas, it, it allows people to get access to the city qu- you know, quicker than mm-hmm. some people who live close to the city because it just, gets you straight on the freeway, straight onto on, yeah. the train lines and so forth. And and that's what we need, you know. Mm. So and those areas that have maybe suffered through the downturn, this sort of yeah. it just opens them up and gives that confidence that people say, yeah, okay, this thing's going on. And with Metronet coming on, it sort of you know it's all obviously links and into that whole Metronet thing as it well. It just makes
2: sense when you're tapping into infrastructure that's there. Yeah. The urban sprawl's great if it's not having to be I guess manufactured everything starting again, yeah. but a tap on that freeway and and, as I was saying, like my sister sometimes to get to the city and I'm a lot closer, she'll get there before me because she's bang on straight there. yeah. It's a free run. People can look at the train stations along there now. Um, mm-hmm. It makes sense. How
0: know? quickly can people who live in that area expect? Like, is that going to have a direct. 20,
1: uh, by the end of
2: 2021.
0: But um, will that have a direct effect on property prices, do you think? Will they see well, those? I think so. I mean, yeah.
2: Kalea, I think it's Kalea Estate, which is just um, sort of where Banjo, the old Banjo, mm. that's been fantastic. Like, that was hot because people were like, a new home, easy access, still, I don't know, probably 25 Ks from the city or something. Mm. But they felt they had the Convenience to get on there, so mm-hmm. that I personally that estate. So, even the, I sold a couple of the display homes there, and they were like frothing over it. it. was just like, when can I get in there? Yeah, because right. I didn't want to wait for them to build. Yeah, so that's that's a pretty good, you know, and not many display homes have had that sort of frenzy over yeah, Perth. Right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so, I think it will directly impact, um, without a doubt, having it easy access.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and what about this wave park? They've moved it, Alpha Cove. Scrapped, <clears throat> moving it down.
2: Yeah, I think it's a great idea. It's yep. quite what Lana thinks. Um, yeah. I think it's fantastic. She's got legs yeah, tied yeah. to North hidden agenda. Hidden <laughs> so, no, agenda. I think it's fantastic because uh, I think having something like that on the water... Um, for I guess blue chip suburbs to me <clears throat> didn't make a huge amount of sense. Mm-hmm. Um please don't send hate mail. But I'm just <laughs> saying I didn't I didn't think it made a lot of sense. But having it out there where you got people can tap into it, it's got access to the fair, the train lines, um, schools, all those sorts of things, people are gonna make it a bit like I guess having Adventure World in mm. the city probably wouldn't make much sense. Yeah. So I think having an attraction out there um, fantastic. Yeah, look, mm.
1: I, I I think so. I think uh, you know, you read the article and it talks a lot about tourism. Mm. You know, people travel for those mm. type of things. The, the people building, or potentially building, if it, it comes out of the ground, and the guys that have just about opened money in Tullamarine in Victoria, which has been road testing <coughs> for about the last three or four months, I think that comes on stream the next week or two. Yep. Um, and it has, I think, a different, 11 different surf breaks happening at once. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking like a bit of a dude here, aren't I? Yeah. I think I think I think yeah, it's like I think lifestyle, resident, yeah, yeah, yeah. all but surfing pro, the barrel rider himself, right. the tube, the tube, tube mice oh. Mr. Sean
3: Hughes. Do you I say mean, Sean, I, yeah, I used oh to be state state scholastic champ. Back yeah, in did you? Day. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, so I used to surf a lot, and then real estate. came I mean, along. Sean,
1: from you, from a from a <laughs> surfing point of view. Um, would you use something i mean you're obviously absolutely
3: student. guaranteed i think they're fantastic you know they've they've moved on from the the wave pools which were more sort of a stationary wave into actual surf spots and yeah. so i think you'll see a lot more of that you know you look at Western Australia we've got so much land it's so big and sparse um, for us to not have one I think it'd be a crime. So we've got so many great surfers we've had people like Taj before you know Jack Robinson this week West Australian guy one in Hawaii so you know there's a lot of surfers here we've got big issues with sharks in Western Australia at the mm-hmm. moment so you've got safety you've got the space it's affordable out mm-hmm. there and I think Having a, a distance isn't too bad. Like surfers are tuned up with having to drive to remote dri- spots yeah. and spend four hours for the wind to be wrong <coughs> and the waves to be no good, and turn around and come home. So, yeah. to be able to get guaranteed surf, I, I think, and and a little bit of distance for that, it's not going to be an issue. Yeah. So yeah. tourism, Beautiful. fantastic.
2: Mm. You know, it
1: that, great infrastructural, you know, yeah, yeah. great investment. Just, yeah, it just makes the world go round. Awesome. Interesting
2: what the people that way think. To yeah. live around it because obviously there was a big uproar where it was going in, Up mid, the, in the city there yeah. so it'd be interesting with the locals thing i would have Possibly, thought they'd love it yeah,
0: yeah i would have thought a different yeah. response might might sean, be the first to... surf
2: must
3: the first surf shop that's out east Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, not the first yeah. not the first
0: um sean do you want to come on down sure. come on down Our uh, so from the south to the north, we have today's guest is an expert in the northern beaches. You've lived and sold and surfed now
2: in that coastal strip with
0: your mum for your your whole life. Yes, Um, Sean Hughes, director Mm. and licensee of of Real Mark Coastal. Welcome, welcome to Off Market. So tell us about your market. (laughs) Straight into
2: it. How much time (laughs) you got, fella? Mm.
0: We were going to focus on, I guess. Intrigue, but you guys sell in that whole northern strip. So, um, whether or not you want to kind of tell us where the hot spots are amongst there or, or, or you know, what's going well, what's not.
3: Yeah, certainly um, we're specialising the coastal belt, if you will, in a bit of a price point, mum and I, and then all the sales guys are in and around off off that. So um, there's been pockets within pockets that have been quite good at the moment. Certainly the top end of the market seems to be going relatively Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Roscoe would like to be calling more auctions for us, but (laughs) the, the guys that are running processes, they seem to be days on market are quite reasonable. There seems to be good buyer activity. You know, for a suburb like Trigg there's only 860 odd homes mm. and, and so it's surrounded by great infrastructure. You've got the up Shopping Centre um, that's all brand new and underway at the moment which is good. You've got the Scarborough Foreshore that's undergone a great uh, redevelopment and then you've got good schools off the back of that as well. So aside from the lifestyle aspect of just being coastal you have got a lot of other good things off the back of it that are um, changing and, and and that sees a lot of demand for those areas. So there isn't a great deal of turnover and there is a good buy pool of people waiting to get into them. Mm. Um, and then we have a whole heap of people who are further north in say Hillary's, etc., and Sorrento who are looking to get further south because of the ta- travel time. So yeah. it's amazing how many parents that we have come through who the wife is just sick of travel time to to school because it's not just the drop-off and the pick-up. It's everything else that goes in between that as well. So sometimes they're doing four or five trips to the school per day. What what
0: are your key schools coming up a lot Mm, when we're we're chatting about the suburbs? What are the kind of key schools around there that people are...
3: St Mary's Hale, um, you know, you've got Kareen from public school point of view. Um, Sorrent, well, you've got St Mark's and you've got Sacred Heart, which are a little bit further north. But mm. for say specific to Trigg, you see a lot of those students would go to Hale yep. and St Mary's.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yep. And how much have you seen? We talked about you've spoken about obviously Scarborough foreshore, Karen up's going up. Mm. That pocket was already, um, you know, a highly regarded mm. pocket of Perth. Did mm. projects like that increase value again? Do they? You know, how does that affect?
3: Um, in yeah, this kind of I, I think that they will in this yeah. market definitely it'll take some time in order to have a flow-on effect for all of that but yeah I would have thought um, Karen up as a suburb at the mm. moment will see some direct benefit you know the plans for the shopping center are mm. absolutely amazing yeah. and and you know Roscoe and I were only talking about it the other day in regards to that their shopping centers now will be more of a destination mm. so in, entertainment. in in entertainment you know people will actually say I'm going to go to the shops for the day mm. and they'll go and have a drink at the bar they'll watch a movie they'll do some shopping and they will actually to be an experience, mm-hmm. um, whereas you see a lot of the UK sort of stuff is all small little boutiques. They do mm-hmm. so much um, deliveries um, online, as opposed to here. You know, you'd be more like a Gold Coast. You've got the pack fair at mm-hmm. the Gold Coast where you can literally go out and hang out for the whole day, and it's mm-hmm. and it's an experience. So, yeah. Karen up will be the first one like that, I think, which will be
2: great. Yeah. L- is, last sorry. week we spoke about um, I guess development happening through Subi with with Nikki. Mm. Um, there's been a bit on Flora Terrace and has it has been well embraced. The high density or. Um. It hasn't. It hasn't. Yep. Yeah. I think for that particular pocket
3: on Flora Terrace, it's a bit of a pseudo commercial pocket. You know, that that whole coastal belt doesn't really have a great deal of, of commercial. Mm-hmm. So where we are now in Osmond Park is probably the closest. Mm-hmm. Um, so in those areas, I think it's quite, it's quite handy and it's yep. more well received because you've got the cafes and the restaurants and you've got the bit of the shopping centre scenario or the shopping malls. Um, but um, when you go and plonk a big, Apartment of 20 or 30 apartments right smack bang in a residential area. Mm. Um, There's definitely been a fair bit of blowback off that. You know, there's pockets in, say, Dunkrag, for instance, at the back end of Dunkrag, where they've done a fair bit of of development um, in their high res stuff. And you've got, you know, in cul de sac streets where there's not a great deal of parking as it is, all Mm. of a sudden you've got 20 apartments that go in there. So you've got 40 cars plus that all have to park there. Not all of them have two car bays. Mm. And then you've got twenty bins on the street additional yeah. and you know, so I think they would really need to be careful with the planning in regards to the congestion and that's what residents seem to kick up about. Well you
0: look at yellow cafe and kind of like that's the kick up around <laughs> the yeah. parking, yeah. sorry, is that a lot <laughs> The most a <laughs> oh, cafe yeah. on the planet. <laughs> Just, <laughs> sorry.
3: Yeah. Um, uh, mainly so because there are some really well-heeled, um, well-connected
1: residents in there who are very against it'
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, very against
3: it. Yes,
0: I think as Sean
1: said though, Jess, the whole thing's got to be managed well. And I think if you, you jump over the other side of the river and you go across to Apple Cross Mount Pleasant, what they're doing there, you know, you can see them, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like if there's four or five mm. that I can think of, and you mm. know, they're probably 25 30 levels. And more, and and you just question mm. how that's going to impact on congestion and so forth. And they're all literally across the road from mm. each other. Yeah, and you just question how well it's been managed. And then you go back into Applecross, Mount mm. Pleasant. They've got all these three, four, five level yeah. type things, which is happening in Netherlands at the moment. Which you know, one of our ladies got sort of in the crossfire of uh, some controversy <laughs> oh, around God. that. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> good on you, Anna. <laughs> good on you, love. Classic. But, and, and hopefully, in this, that they. They learn from all these, and mm-hmm. the coastal strip, the coastal strip in particular, is very precious. Yeah, well,
0: they They're do, really, but you know. the, those types of areas do have lots of very vocal, vocal local. I said it again, yeah. residents mm-hmm. who have been there for a long time have a certain expectation of a quiet street and a quiet. I mean, and and places like Yellow Cafe or um, or North Street Deli in Swanbourne, mm-hmm. they attract a crowd, and all of a sudden, the local residents there. Yeah. They're, you know, they've got cars parked on their verge. The and dogs complaining yeah. about do- the go- You know, it the dogs are pooing on day. the lawn and, <laughs> you know, like it's
2: Crazy.
3: progress yeah. versus. Exactly. And there's always going to be change. It's how they handle that. You yeah. know, I, I think about even, say, for Scarborough, you look at the Three ocean site and yeah. what they were going to do there. It looked like a Dubai thing. It yeah. was amazing. And, and they had so much... Um, government give back that they were giving they had the 400 car bays they had the art museum right at the top they had the bridge that connected over scarborough beach road there on west coast highway Um, all of those things that gave to the community off the back of them being able to build that and unfortunately that's been knocked Mm. at the moment there were a lot of debate at that time from residents on save our sunset came out again and you know it just is progress and you look at something like that which i think would be really futuristic and fantastic for perth um, mm. For tourism and everyone Put comes in and out. goes, wow, puts us mm. on the map. Yeah. And now what you'll probably end up with is just a, a block of shitty-looking apartments. Mm. That mm. you know, oh, I just think what a shame. Mm.
0: Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful, good discussion, guys. Thank mm. you. That's yeah. what um, we would do. Jess. I know. That's yeah. why. Yeah, that's why we pay the big bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: have the
0: big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> <My show>? Yes. <laughs> it's okay.
1: your turn. Here's he. we oh, have God. some really important questions for you. Wow. Okay. Now I haven't known this guy long. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I like the first line, Jess. Yeah. we have six really important questions to ask you. Oh, you have God. to be honest, right? Okay. Okay. We won't, we we chucked him under the bus last week. That felt good.
0: Can we ask <laughs> what happened last week? What was the actual? Oh, oh
2: that. Oh, yeah. oh, here we
0: go.
1: Here we are. I can't remember. It was something about his fiance putting their own rental. Property I drove past on.
2: the place and she was putting the sign <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> She
1: started showing that. There was yeah, 12
2: yeah. people on Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah.
1: Patty's just she quite a good
2: salesperson. Yeah, yeah. You
1: should learn from her.
3: She's yeah. leased it now. Yeah, so good. Good. Okay, first
1: question. Sean, we all, the old saying is we learn from our mistakes. Mm-hmm. What would you consider to be your biggest stuff up that you've learned from?
3: Well, wow. um... Oh. When I, was, when I was much younger, I was doing a, a final inspection and a, a, the buyer, I've got the buyer in the cellar there and I'm dressed up in my suit that didn't fit me and I had my duck tie on. I thought I was killing it. And, and I'm out the back and, and um, the guy asked me if it was solar panels on the roof or not and I've sort of stepped back to have a bit of a look because I didn't know and I fell in the pool <laughs> at the final inspection. And the learning from that is? Have a spare set of clothes yeah. in the car. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Okay, number two, what are three things you won't leave home without? Oh, the
3: moneymaker, for starters, the phone. The phone. Never. Never. I'm naked without that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, a pocket square. i never yeah. leave home without a pocket yeah, square. Yeah. you remember the home right. the yeah. pocket square, aren't yeah. you? I
1: don't yeah. mind that. <laughs> Until I roll up with mine, which is a little bit more glam. <laughs> <bland>. yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> um, third one, well, I don't know. Oh, a pen. I'll always have a pen on me. Yeah, do yeah, you ever okay.
2: consider wearing a cravat? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Matt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can suit him. He's, would, yeah, well, yeah, you yeah, yeah. matching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, Sean, I, I ask this question, but I ask it with some sort of um, hesitation because it probably doesn't apply, but what would be your worst habit? You've only got good habits, I assume, like oh, but what would be your worst habit. one? Work-related. do we need to bring Sarah <laughs> in for this yeah. one? <laughs> um,
3: Oh, probably de like, um, maybe just deplugging. I would say definitely really hard to properly unplug and and just completely take. Oh. My mind off, off things when I'm when I'm away and overseas and I don't have the phone on me and stuff like that. That's the best time for me yeah. to be able to actually properly do that. Yeah. But um, being on the go all the time, even when you sleep, I can wake up in the morning and I feel like I've been at the office for four hours or mm. five hours. Yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah. Um, that's probably the the big one I would yeah. cool. say. Cool. The partners okay. suffer a bit, but. Partners do, yeah, definitely. Yeah, not being able to not switch just off. Yeah, you know, they, I reckon that's a big thing. They, mm. they, they do definitely, and not being present for them is a big thing as well. If your mind's always on the go, you're always thinking about that person that you have got to call and that thing that yeah. you have got to do, etc um definitely having like a, a recordable dictaphone is, is quite good for me i find if i get it out of my head then my head's not racing as much yeah, yeah. so but um yeah certainly for other partners it's hard when you're playing second fiddle a yeah. lot of the time to to work
1: yeah when you go to a restaurant with sarah and you're having a meal where's your phone
3: you're definitely on the table still i haven't learned no ah,
1: no mate i know rule from an old fella Ditch yeah. the phone at rest, restaurants. Okay, when you're not at work, where are you most likely to be? Where would we find you? The golf club beating your scores all the time. Oh, my <laughs> God. What a
3: liar. <laughs> um, no, if I'm not there, I'll be anything on the water, you know, coastal stuff, so yeah. surfing. And, and I don't mind playing, playing golf a little bit, but... Um, but
1: Sean, have you ever played eighteen holes or 9's about your capacity?
3: Uh, uh, yeah, isn't so nine's it? my capacity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well when you're a busy person, I know you're semi retired uh, and you know you've got lots of time on your hands, <laughs> so you can play eighteen holes all the time.
1: So mate, you're a member of Caranot uh, as he says, the country club. Um Sean, you would have probably the most expensive rate per hold on the per hole on the planet with your fees and the little you play there. And the lack thereof. <laughs> the lack thereof. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you've got a, I mean, you are a busy guy and you, know, you it's hard to unplug. I mean you've got your boat and stuff that must be a really good decompression chamber for yeah. you yeah
3: yep definitely i think um, there's a peacefulness about just being on the water yeah. i think sometimes even if i'm working if i'm doing calls off the back of the boat yeah. or something like that yeah. it just it's a good spot to do it but it just feels more relaxing for yeah. me so surely
0: there's a more juicy habit than that though Hey! Surely doesn't better habit than that. Though. It's bad so hear that laugh. <laughs> that yeah, means yes, yeah, but he's yeah, not yeah. going <laughs> to tell you a lot. He's been media trained. So yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. He's
1: too good for that. Okay, so we all every we hear sayings. Some we like, some we don't. People use some sayings ad nauseum that drive us mad. What's the What's the most overused saying out there that does your head in?
3: oh, oh the latest one I've been hearing is adapt or die.
1: Adapt or die.
3: Yeah, I've been overhearing yeah. hit over hearing that a lot <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> just maybe a message getting in there at all. But um, yeah, I think a lot of people do know that they just you know, you just gotta move with the times, you gotta change, you gotta reinvent yourself all the time. So that's pretty pretty obvious. Yeah. yeah. Guess- adapt
2: or die. <laughs> I guess <laughs> There goes the next subject. Yeah. Yeah. What are you listening yeah. to? I have yeah. heard this yeah.
1: one. If if they think they have to adapt, <laughs> then means they're dead.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What's the one you say? Too um much?
3: What do I say too much? Sweet. Yeah, I don't, sweet don't it's mind saying sweet. 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 Frothing, I use it. When I heard yeah. you say frothing before, I use that a bit. Yeah, frothing. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: nothing <laughs> with the froth. Last question, time. mate. And Shane, I actually think she just took this out of the questions, but we've we've taken our our. Diva control, put it back in. We think this is the most Can you important just rave question. on.
0: What's oh! The <laughs>
2: <laughs> this man sure. wears a cravat. Yeah. He a, in fact,
1: if he had the cravat on, he could answer this question yeah. well. Oh. Sean, where is where is the best meal in Perth? Best restaurant, best meal?
3: Oh, I took some of my guys to um, Bricker the other night, so oh. we took him out to the Elton John concert, mm. and we went and ate a Bricker before. It was absolutely That's packed. That's in
0: your hood. Lamb. The yeah. lamb. wow, it was
3: really good. It's I good. think um, the owner is Danny Pasaris' son Simon. Oh, okay, owns it, yeah. and the food was unbelievable. Service was really good, but they were packed, packed. Yeah. So go to what's the go to uh, locally? No, what's, what's the, go-to? the actual go to meal there? Oh, the meal, the lamb, the lamb yeah. shoulder. Oh, the lamb that. shoulder. Mm. And really yeah, locally,
2: good. what's your best?
3: Um... Clark's Restaurant, if you like fine dining, the chef there used to cook for the Queen, so that's sort of intimate fine dining. But if you want just a quick, easy meal, like if I'm running home late from work and Sarah hasn't cooked or something like that, at five, canteen, it's pretty five-ish. good at about five, yeah. <laughs> Leave the office at four. <laughs> <laughs> First dinner at home at five. He's, home, bu- home, he's bulking up. second up. dinner. He's getting ready for competition.
1: <laughs> yeah, good answers.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Are you done? I'm done. Oh, beautiful. Well done. Yeah, yeah,
1: good. So good. you, mate? Yeah, well yeah, 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 um, yeah. All
0: right, guys, final segment, play of the week. You were our play of the week last week, Sean. Well, yeah. We, mm. we you're like You <laughs> it was. Um, anyone got a play of the week to share?
1: <laughs> I, think I think Shane's got a couple he'd love to
2: talk about. Well, I actually went to the Rewa cocktail party last night, um, and I got on a bus. I don't know how I ended up on a bus, but I don't know what company it was, but they dance. <laughs> That's what uh, I got. Do they, they dance well? The or or? They just dance lots. They dance well they very erosion uh, shade-like? Look, it was all a blur, but... Yeah. Were there any poles on the bus? There was a pole on there the bus. Pole. Several, okay. Poles. Okay. several poles on the bus. Several poles. There's, so a, there's a pole so of these It's dancing. actually the only bus I've ever been on that we went soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm looking at the other side soldiers? of the bus. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, Normally you get in a bus just like that way.
0: It's a party bus. Well, it's been a long time, since I was on
2: a party bus. But, yeah, that's really good.
0: And the other one, I think, I think
2: the... On the driving south, the Coburn Council, mm.
0: talking oh, about yes. who
2: the sign, what they wanted to go up to replace that, the creepy faces. face, yeah.
0: those creepy I'd faces. love to get some
2: feedback from what people think should be on there.
1: You know what those faces were, though,
0: don't you? We nominated no, Tony Galati's face. They
1: weren't real people. Those faces was a were, combo. were a montage of all a whole heap of photos of people that oh, no, lived, of lived in the, in the area, area and yeah. they created these faces from... All these photos of people. Oh, they scenario. did. They
0: did yeah. say we thought it was a great idea, and then the execution we've had, we haven't had great feedback over the years because they mm. are weird. While so you a like You thinking you get team. your face? yeah, up oh, yeah, yeah. Is that what you're thinking. We nominated right. Shane and Tony Gallati. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I've got
2: bigger yeah. eyebrows than Tony. <laughs> 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 all right. Ooh.
0: All right.
2: Oh, yes, move on. I'm um, sorry.
0: Yes, uh, last last part of the week wanted to nominate Livia Porteous. Everyone mm. saw it in the paper a couple of weeks ago. Um, she sold a property in Peppermint Grove off-market before it hit the market for over nine mil. Wow, yeah, well, so, sensational property. I'd say that's a sensational property. You guys did the video property. for that? Is that we did do the video for yeah. that In Very fact, good. if
1: you look at some statistics, there are quite a number of sales that have mm. been going on around there in sort of, that sort of territory lately.
0: Yeah,
1: right. And Roscoe, do you
3: reckon that that's a sign of the market on the way, on the change?
1: Mate, I do. Look, we mentioned last week, or the other week, Sean, that um, like Peppermint Grove's gone from a medium average price this year from 3.4 to 4 million Mm. um and a lot of those sort of sales so you know the economy starts from the top yeah a lot of confidence there a lot of like this i know of probably half a dozen transactions that have taken place in the last sort of few weeks or last month of eight nine ten twelve thirteen million yeah um yeah i see the smart money yeah you see the blocks coming back on from the. the Taj, yeah. the yeah. guy's building his, mm. and then he's selling the two front ones. i got some know, confidence. And they, they'll, they'll be probably <coughs> 5,000, thousands, uh, five 6,000 a square metre. Mm. Um, right, and they'll Huge. go pretty quick. So, so maybe that
3: dovetails in with you. You know how we were saying the other day in regards to the mining, like Caratha and all that, yeah. starting to go through a bit of a boom, yeah, and they've yeah, been yeah. having, you know, real, real vacancies in rents, prices increasing, yeah. hard to get stuff. Yeah. So from the outside in, and yeah. then obviously the t- internally, yeah. the top end of the market starting yeah. to move. It might be all. Mate, on if you the look change. at all the
1: dots, you look at all those dots. You look at what Shane mm. was saying about affordability at the other end of the market, where it's cheaper to buy in a lot of areas and is to to rent the same property. Mm. You see some of the results that you've been seeing off market, mm. you know, yep. um, and all these things, you start to look at it across the board. Um, it's much you know, more positive. Mate, mm. I'm, look, I know I'm an eternal optimist, but mm. I've got to say I'm very optimistic mm. about where we're heading. You know, we don't want to see any great boom, but we want to see sustainable, yeah. sustainable. sustainable, sustainable progress, and, and I really believe it's there. But, you know, and the thing is too, I think we've all got a responsibility to, to talk in the positive, mm. not in a stupid way, but. You know to be confident because mm. the next person we talk to we'll then talk to somebody else in a confident way i'm mm. just sick and tired of people being in that doom and gloom my girl mm. my god look what's happening in melbourne look what's mm. happening in sydney we don't live in melbourne we don't live in sydney we live in perth mm. yeah let's be confident about where we live and you know confidence is such an important thing And it's an infectious thing as well, well mate, isn't it it isn't i i just think we've we've all got to actually take that on board and go no we're marching forward we're doing good things and you know, we talk about the wave parks. We talk about the bridges and Coburns. We talk about all these different things. Optus Stadium. Yeah, stadium. Just... You, you look at you know, and you go, my
0: God, just embrace it and, yeah. and just
1: believe that we're moving forward. And
0: amen. We will. Oh, brothers Ross. and sisters. Mm. Here, here. <laughs> what a way to end the show, yeah. Sunday Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, brothers and sisters. <laughs> 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 all right, that is it cool, from cool. us today. We're done. Uh, another big out. thank you right, to mate. the team at Domain Hire and Property Styling. This, Thanks, guys. We, did you notice our coastal ASE? theme just yeah. for you? Yeah. Um, the girls do a beautiful job. Our just next- see Jusie's
2: house there. Just yeah. the that pond. rock on the, <laughs> that on the rock there. <laughs>
0: um, so our next episode is going to be the very last of the year. We're doing a Christmas special. We have a Mandra expert, Mandra specialist coming on to tell us all about the market down there. Because, again, very different. Theo, Theo Alexandru, and I apologise if I've said his name wrong, from Harcourt's. Mandra is going to be coming on.
1: I think if Theo's coming, obviously he's Greek, I think he has to bring Greek food. Talking mm. about Bricka. Oh, big lamb shoulder. Reckon, yeah, lamb shoulder. Lamb shoulder, that. a bit of tzatziki, mm. a, yeah, a bit of dolomitas. <laughs> <laughs> right. You obviously <laughs> managed the
2: why someone goes to Bricka once, they speak fluent Greek.
0: <laughs> if you like the show, share it with your family and friends and we will see you back here same time, same place, two weeks. Well, Thank done. you. Thank you.
1: Goodbye. <laughs>